Thanks for tuning into the Canadian Beacon Podcast. Canadian events for the regular people. Great. Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Canadian Beacon Podcast. Uh, talking to you live from the, the big province of Ontario and from places in between. We have on tonight our good old guest panel is uh, Todd. Say hi, Todd. Hello. And uh, Brian. How's it going? Good, good. All righty. So, uh, Todd, you've been uh, swearing and complaining about uh, Rogers. Yeah, something wouldn't work. We finally got yeah. it fixed. Yeah. But how long, uh, how long did was, that take you? Uh, probably about three or four hours. Well, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, fire. And we ended up, you know, you call customer support these days. Like, what do you like? They're almost all the same. Well, hello, hello. Excuse me, sir. Can you hear me now? I cannot fix your problem. It is not my concern. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Pretty much. Have you turned it on? Have you turned it off? Yeah, that's all they do. Well, they tried to set up a video call. So I go through and, and, and being a boomer and being raised in the analog generation, um, the digital age is a big mystery to us. And um, so she tried to set up a video conference where I could use my phone to show her my physical connections. And then she disconnected. <laughs> and being half deaf as well uh, doesn't, doesn't help, help either with the uh, Punjabi, Punjabi accent. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's, that is so difficult. Uh, I, 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 I feel bad that a lot of times I can't understand them at all. And, well, that's, and then that... uh, what makes it worse is uh, add that accent and now throw a mask on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even yeah. attempt to like read their lips and try and understand what they're saying no. yet. Yeah. So I can't understand, uh, uh, you know, hardly anybody wearing a mask when they're trying to talk to you. I just look at them basically like, I, I don't understand you. I just, well, it, I, I got it doesn't help that most people nowadays are too stupid to actually talk. Like, you know, with proper vocabulary and speech patterns like they're just retarded yep jeez so how was your week todd mm, busy a lot, yeah a lot of work at jeff's uh, uh just two days and then oh, okay. uh we've been doing the finishing touches here at home oh good yeah so and i'm working that's from nice. home this week so oh nice oh that's even better yeah yeah well that's good yeah, it which saves is you a bit of a drive. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, we're one step closer to World War Three, so yeah, it's nice being well, home. I, I know Brian was working home this week, and uh, I walked outside, and there's a wall in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Just building the bunker. Are That's you? right. Yeah, sandbags. Yeah, so. No, no, concrete. Digging in. Yeah. Well, did you see uh, Zelensky fired as defense minister? Oh, uh, yeah. Why do you do that? Because the counteroffensive is going too well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that about adds up. But, I mean, 
Was there any action? Well, there was an expectation of their counteroffensive to work. Yeah, they had uh, the Russia. They, I guess, they had a couple amphibious boat. Actually, four of them that uh, landed um, on the coast somewhere on Crimea, and were basically blown out of the water. Um, but um, uh, you know, well, the message we're getting is that they're they're making slow but steady ground on their counter uh, with their counteroffensive but i remember i i saw a headline uh last week uh from i think it was a british newspaper i think it was the independent and they said something like oh um uh, ukrainians break through russian lines and i that was the headline. And then you go into the, the text of the article. They made a breakthrough in one of the three defensive lines that the Russians have uh, created in the ground that they hold. So they're oh, okay. just totally misrepresenting. Yeah, yeah. they're saying they broke through. Meanwhile, they have a, a several tiered layered defense so what they got through the first of a nine layered defense and took a small outlier village that was a listening observation post pretty much yeah now now to, to play the other end of it i, I heard the wagner group uh, had blown up a, a russian munitions cache um just recently and also that a couple of wagner senior executives in syria have been arrested by the Russian intelligence. But um, now I wonder how uh, I, I, the Wagner group is supposed to be making a lot of noise of ang angry after their leader was shot down over uh, Russian airspace. Well, he, he wasn't shot down. He was blown up. There's some, they blown planted up, a yeah. bomb in his plane. Yeah. Didn't the corpses, though, weren't most of the corpses missing their heads? I, I don't have know. No I've never heard about that. Yeah. Um, oh, I think they're definitely a wild card. But I wonder, and I, uh, this says uh, people might be getting the wrong impression of this um, sort of rebellion. It's the fact that Putin is listed or uh, described in Russia as the moderate. He might not be going full out in this war enough, and that is causing a lot of the rebellion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's his number two? It's like Medvedev or something? He was, yeah. He's, he was I don't think he sits now. Now he just is a commentator, I, but he is, yeah, he's yeah, extreme. If you've listened to that guy, that guy talk, he's, he's always, nuke him now, end it, nuke NATO, kill them all. Yeah, he's he's yeah. hard and like he he wants it to go full force. Well, you know, too, that the Russians have an overwhelming superiority in tactical nuclear weapons. Against yeah, the Ukraine, heard that. Yeah, they have them yeah. completely unmatched. And for people to, to understand what a tactical nuclear weapon is, it's a battlefield nuclear weapon that could be used um, against land forces, smaller targets. And yeah. it would, um, 
you know, it's not like a, you know, a city, city buster or a city destroyer. It's yeah. a much smaller yield. Hmm. He's also deployed the Satan two missile. Oh, which the is ICBMs. the hypersonic, yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah, the hypersonic one. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I heard about that, and I heard that the Patriots were uh, having some success at shooting them down, though. Well, no, well, no. That's the Satan Two is a strategic weapon, a nuclear oh, yeah. weapon. They I think we fired them yet. They activated. Oh, them. okay. Yeah, yeah. The Xander, I think, what you're talking about, their sort of tactical conventional uh, missile. Yeah, they've been. Yeah. Patriots uh, have been shooting some of them down. If that's what they are. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah. You wonder where the information, how reliable it is at the best of times, right? I think the only thing we can rely on is there has been an extreme amount of casualties. Uh, Douglas McGregor, I was listening to him today and he said, um, they themselves, the Ukrainians, admitted it in kind of a press release, um, saluting some of their fallen heroes, and they listed up to four hundred and fifty thousand. Ooh, four hundred and fifty thousand. Wow. Yeah, that's that's. What did the U.S. lose in the entirety of World War Two? It was like four hundred thousand, right? Yeah. Was it that much? It, it was. I think it was about four hundred thousand. Yeah, the Ukrainians. Yeah. The Ukrainians have lost more um, in this short war, which is over five hundred days, mm-hmm. um, than the Americans lost in the Second World War on both yeah. theaters. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. you know the Civil War was a foreshadowing of what the First World War would look like. And this is this war here, which is an all-out uh, tactical high-tech. war with yeah, with high-tech uh, equipment, is kind of showing what you could expect for casualties. Yeah. That that's something that always has like baffled me. Like when you go back and you look at the American Civil War, they're still using tactics from like Napoleon era uh, sort of war, right? like the mm-hmm. war of 1812 and things like that. They're using line battle tactics, which were very conventional back then. Cause the weaponry they were using was less than accurate. Right. So that, mm-hmm. that was the best way to get that volume of fire down range. But when you get to the civil war, the American civil war, they're all using rifled weaponry, which is very accurate. You can actually hit targets accurately mm-hmm. and they're still using line battle tactics. So that's why you see that casualty rate so much higher than previous wars right Mm -hmm. and now you move on to world war one where they got trench era style tactics and semi-modern weaponry and they're still charging trenches with machine guns and they're butchering people and still massive casualties and then you go on to the second civil war where there's again another huge jump in technology to the war ideologies on how they're supposed to be fought they're using the previous era of understanding right another jump in in casualties especially when you look at the german theater and how quickly they took over europe 
with the blitzkrieg and things like that it, it was just so rapid nobody was prepared for that and now we move on to modern day where our previous war experience is fighting insurgents in a desert and we're mm-hmm. training the we are training the ukrainians on how to fight insurgents a superior uh, uh, yeah insert we're training them on our tactics which comes from fighting insurgents to go fight an enemy which has a superior level of technology and understanding of the war theater. They're getting butchered. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the bottom line. And I, you know, like when I first was in the, the reserves, I remember in the reserves, we do the advance to contact, right? Yep. <laughs> the old march. In a V or or extended line or march in a you know across a field and then as soon as you get effective fire dash down crawl observe sights fire right Mm -hmm. and you then engage and then you'd you'd uh, keep them pinned down while you send out a team to flank them and then rush the the location from a flanking position yeah whoever's left alive yeah that was the standard. Uh, approach on uh, battle tactics and I thought that's what I was taught in 1978 and then when I got back in the reserves with uh, with Brian there and we were with the Lincoln O'Wellen what, what, what kind of tactics were they doing? Same, same tactics. Same tactics and here's where Hadn't it gets changed. worse though when I got out in 2022 they were still training the same tactics. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it just... was on a, a different scale. So if we had our, our labs with us, they would do a flank left or right with the vehicles and it would be on a, a bigger scale. It was the same tactic. It was just mm-hmm. bigger scale. When yeah. we didn't mm-hmm. have our labs, it was the exact same thing. Yeah. Dash down, crawl, observe, sights, fire. Yeah, you walk yeah. in X direction until you take effective fire, dash down, crawl, observe, communicate, engage, and uh, assaults will uh, move to the left or right to flank while support engages and hold, pins down the enemy. Exactly, That's yeah. It. I remember that the term effective fire, that means one of your buddies is dead. Yeah, uh, effectively. Been hit, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's gotten shot, therefore it's effective fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or there's a round skips off the ground next to you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were di- taught a little differently. We were do the Fusiliers. We were we would double tap. Yeah, double tap, dash down, crawl, observe, communicate. Yeah, 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 and then break off into your section ab- attack, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, yeah. I remember like doing that. I remember taught to turn around, lift their uh, kilts up, show their asses, and then run. That, yeah, kick a soccer ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We, uh, I remember we had the meals gear one time and they were practicing section attacks and, uh, I, I was looking and I I asked my, uh, section leader, I said, well, why are we advancing around open ground? Why wouldn't we walk up this tree line and have some sort of concealment? He just looked at me like, are you an idiot? What do you mean? We need them to shoot at us first so we know where they are. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, okay. 
and fix bayonets, right? Like fix yeah, bayonets yeah. on your uh, C7. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> fix what? Your little, your little my, sticker. You said, I'm sorry, my bayonet's working fine. I don't need to fix it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah that, that, it didn't make sense. Like, uh, well, we got this tree line here, a big open field. Where's the bad guys going to be? Probably yeah. in the tree line. Probably in the tree line, and we should kind yeah. of maybe Wouldn't go be up better the side a little bit. Walked along the tree line too. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no, you can't do that. I remember we crossed this big open field. So and, all uh, I did after that point is I set my um, you had the BFR on, right? The yep. BFA, and then you'd send our BFA. Yeah, yeah. The BFA. Blank firing. Big adapter. fucking attachment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we, the guy would get, you'd get shot and you'd fire off your rifle as you're falling down. <laughs> you know, like in the movies. Like, what's that, platoon? Yeah, yeah. You gotta burn your bag first, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I gotta get some, some rounds off. Yeah. <laughs> you're dead, you can't shoot. Uh, well, too late, already did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my finger went off the trigger and it went on full auto. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I just, uh, you know, getting back to like what's going on in Ukraine is that they're just lambs to the slaughter. For what? For what? We will slava till the last Ukrainian. Yep. 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 So I was w- watching this program just uh, just before we came on, and uh, I saw this one farmer who's got who's rigged his tractor up for, with a remote control, and he's got a big uh, attachment on the front of the the vehicle. Plus, he's got the the basically the the engine and the the compartment around the like the, the crew compartment surrounded with basically four by four logs or, or posts and with corrugated steel as well on top of that. And this machine, basically it's like a, a mine clear and he's running it up and down his fields first before he goes to do any planting. It's, this is like the Ukrainian version of Killdozer. Yeah. <laughs> but it was kind of neat. It was, uh, the guy was, uh, He's he's operating it from the bucket of a, a front end loader, which is raised <laughs> up high with an antenna. I'm thinking, why wouldn't somebody look at that and say, maybe I'll, I'm going to drop a missile on that? Yeah, or maybe that, that'd be a good thing to drop a, a drone, fire off a, a you know a Hawkeye or a drone missile or, or, or a missile from a drone or something into it. Yeah, I mean, if if your objective was to completely kill everybody in the country yeah i'd blow that up but i mean for a guy who's just trying to get through his day and operate his farm without stepping on a landmine yeah wouldn't be a priority to me yeah he's toast if it's an anti-tank mine oh he's well not really he's he's distance away like he's half a mile away from the thing yeah he'll be fine okay okay he's he's sitting in a front end loader that's lifted up right like he's sitting in in the bucket of this thing so he can see a front end loader well he's and he's watching this other tractor and he's remote controlling it from about probably like 60 or 70 meters away so how many tractors has he gone through 
That's the brilliant the one. part is uh, he, he doesn't have many neighbors left, so he can get new ones whenever he wants. Yeah, maybe. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, necessity is the mother of invention, right? Yep. Yep. So I give him credit for uh, figuring that one out. That was kind of interesting. Yeah, I, would, I mean, it, it's a step up from using sheeps and things that they still use in Europe, right? Sheets. Sheep. Oh, sheep. Yeah, running sheep across the field. Yeah. Like you, still see, set up. you still see articles that now, like from uh, random farms in Europe, that oh, a sheep exploded today when it stepped on an old UXO, right? Like, yeah, they're still clearing out areas from World War II and World War One yeah. over there. And well, I hope it wasn't happens. the cutest one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's my honey. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it was That's... the ugly one. Better than being owned by a Scotman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why they had kilts. <laughs> oh, maybe it was a, a fusilier sheep. Ooh, a poor sheep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where were the yeah. fusiliers out of? Uh, Cambridge. Saga Kitchener. Cambridge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my brief military career. Yeah, how long were you in? A couple of years. Oh, that's all right. I just saw the futility of it all. Uh, you didn't yeah. want to be the guy walking point towards the contact so the rest of the people could kill him? <laughs> yeah, a couple of uh, guys uh, went to Croatia, and one guy went to Namibia for that little... Yeah. What they call that when the bungle in the jungle? <laughs> Namibia? Yeah. They had what was going on there? Oh, I don't know. Probably some locals stirring the shit up. Hmm. Uh, that was some back sort when of so we really took our world police requirement seriously. Yeah. 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 So um Yeah, I just I just well, I mean, it, back then it was, why would you go in? You parade two times a week. You go in there, you do some drill. And then what do you do? You sit around, you drink beer. Yep. yep. We had no we had yeah. no training funds. Um, before I joined, they had um, they have the bisons. Because they were supposed to be kind of like a um, a, a re- reconnaissance, uh, armored were, reconnaissance. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, they, they took them away. Coyotes as well. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have any coyotes, but then they had just the bisons with the machine guns, and yeah, yeah. Um, they took them away. <laughs> they said, "Oh, now you're infantry. <laughs> <laughs> you're light infantry now." Great. And that was the whole point. You probably when you joined, you wanted to be an armored, right? Well, it would just have been more fun if we would have something to train on, right? Yeah. I mean, well, how, how how much can you clean your rifle, right? So Yeah. Well, what I that's one thing in the the, the last time I was in, the cleaning the rifles nobody did. They just threw them in a, a a machine which vibrated a bit and cleaned the rifles and they put them back. Nobody cleaned rifles. Oh jeez, we had to clean our rifles all the time. Yeah. I know. But now it's they come into the the shop and they got this tub of, it's like one of those uh, 
solvent cleaners. It's like a big Varsol bath. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you didn't do the thing where you had to disassemble your rifle, field strip right, you, it, you and put it, it apart back. and put the pieces in there, right? Like, you still yeah. swab down the barrel, but everything else you just kind of threw in the tub and sprayed it down and pulled all the carbon off, pulled it out, oiled it, put it back together, and it in. Yeah. Well, it's funny. We had to do all ours manually, and the fact is, is that how often did we actually put live rounds in them? I, in two years, I was at the range twice. Yeah, once a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then I did my my uh, common and infantry course, and then it was, you know, we, we had a couple range days in those. So yeah. Yeah. through a couple grenades. Uh, mm. We trained on the, was it the M77? M72s? The... M72s, yeah. yeah. But we didn't have live ones. We just... Was Went it out. the seven six two or was no not even didn't have any seven six two oh, rounds just a dummy round eh just 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 an empty tube sort of deal yeah basically yeah. yeah point press the button make sure no one's behind you yeah do your IBTS there yeah okay you remember your drills and we did all ours at Ipperwash oh yeah. Before yeah, the before uh, it natives, was taken over, right? yeah, by the first peoples. Oh, actually, speaking of the first peoples, did you hear that there's nothing in those graves? Yeah, yeah. Just, Wonder just... if Trudeau's going to come and get his teddy bear. No, <laughs> come get it back. It's it's symbolic, okay? You uh, you can't say there's nothing in there and then prove there's nothing in there and then be right. Well, they want to make it a hate crime if you yeah. say there's nothing in there. Yeah, because it is. Because anything you say against them is symbolically a hate crime. Therefore, it's an actual hate crime. Do you know the scene where O'Brien in 1984 was holding his fingers up and getting Winston to say, I don't know if he held up three fingers and was getting Winston to say there was four? Oh, yeah. It's the same shit, man. Yeah. It's the same yeah. shit. Well, that, was, that was like from a scene from uh, Star Trek. They did that, too, on yeah. Picard. Was uh, oh, captive of the Romulans, and they're torturing the Rom- them. And they kept saying, "How many lights do you see?" Mm-hmm. And they, he says, "I see three lights." He says, "No, no, no. There's two lights." And they they torture them and stuff, and they say, "How many lights do you see?" And I, mm-hmm. I I didn't uh, didn't I just clicked with the reference what it probably was reflective of of 1984 and that exactly yeah yeah 100% and you you see this tactic used on most of the things we see in the media nowadays like oh there's two genders no how many genders are there you misogynistic bigot we'll take away your bank accounts we'll ban you from schools we'll ban you like we'll put you in jail right like they continue to punish you for not playing along with the narrative until you yeah. play along with the narrative. And it goes for with everything. Uh, yeah. Climate change, same thing. Transgender, oh, same yeah. thing. LGBTQ, same thing. You don't agree with the liberals, it's the same thing. Like it it goes on and on and on. Oh yeah, like they're trying to they're trying to do this connection between global warming and the forest fires this year. <laughs> but 
at least almost 80% of the forest fires in Alberta are due to arson. And the remaining ones are due to lightning. Well, it was, uh, what was it, the Rangers out west there that set? Uh, oh, yeah, and controlled fires? burns too, yeah. yeah. They, like, they yeah. admitted to this, oh, we were doing controlled burns, and it got out of control. Yeah, we knew about the high winds, but we did it anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they shouldn't have. And yeah. they had no contingency, no backup plan, no no emergency no. plans in place. They just let it get out of hand. And yep. Now, you know the movie Idiocracy. Yeah, we're living oh, in it. Yeah, exactly. Just like the police, people. There's people in um, the one area of BC were being prevented from leaving the area and getting back into the area. And some of them were starting uh, getting together in groups and putting out small fires, like they yeah. said they've been doing for generations. Yep. Yeah. And the police were stopping them and, and also shutting the water off. Yeah, they were shutting the water off too. Yeah, that's the unbelievable part. Is how, why are they shutting the water off? Well, why are they arresting people who are trying to go stop their homes from burning down? Yeah. If So if they're so concerned about these people's well-being and safety, why are they also offering maid? Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Like it's it's this. We are here to protect you. We're going to remove all the sharp objects, and we're going to let your house burn down. We're not going to let you take any risks in life in order to save the things that are important to you, uh, because they don't mean anything, right? Also, Mm -hmm. it's almost like remember in Vietnam where they the the officer about this one village that they burned down they said they had to burn it down in order to save it <laughs> it's the same <laughs> same just absolute no capacity for critical thought not no. absolutely none this is what i was told to do so this is what i'm doing yeah and yep uh, it's, and was it uh, may lie or yeah happened thereafter yeah yeah well uh it looks like we're you know it, it is a perfect example of um things spinning out of control is uh the eritreans yep getting yep. shot in israel yeah um and then they start rioting here well here's here's my thought on that so israel has said they're going to deport all of their immigrants right all of them not not just them everybody every illegal immigrant immigrant whatever your nationality is as long as it's not israeli you're essentially being booted out Mm -hmm. so isn't it anti-semitic for us to not follow in their footsteps (laughs) exactly support israel by deporting all of our illegals and immigrants to have no Canadian citizenship back to their own countries? Isn't it anti-Semitic mm. if we don't follow in their footsteps and support Israel in this decision? Yeah, I think we, this is so, if this is one way I would support Israel. Right? Like, this, this is my thought process that. on this. Like, you, if they want to play... a rabbit hole here. <laughs> like, if they want to play these stupid games, okay, like, I couldn't give a crap about what Israel does. I don't... They're... They have many issues that will get us just massaged if we go into about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah. if we if we want to play their their stupid political games, let's play their stupid political games. Mm-hmm. The immigrant they have to go back. All well, that they have to go back. Isn't that interesting that uh, some of the guys in the podcast that we listen to uh, have, are, are are saying that too? It's like yeah. you know what? Because uh, they're right. These people do nothing but cause violence and crime on our streets. So, like, why are we keeping them around? Well, and and it's yeah. just the sheer the sheer mathematics of it. See, and it's not it's not racist in any way because there's millions of Canadians that were immigrants that came here of different races that just said, screw it, I'm coming here to start a new life. But in, in, in many cases now, they're bringing their shit with them. See, that, that's yep. the difference between those that came before and the, those that are coming now. Those yeah. that came before came here because there was an actual opportunity to get into Canada and live a better life and assimilate and create something for yourself and your family and those who will come after you for the better. Mm-hmm. Those that are coming now don't care about creating something for the better for the future. They just care no. about, oh, well, why why don't we support Calistan against the Indians? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every one of those every one of those for Calistan in Canada. When you blew up a plane, you Calistanian terrorists blew up a plane containing how many Canadian citizens? Yeah. I think if any one of them that fucking word comes out of their mouth should have their ass kicked back to Calistan. Every single one of them. Mm hmm. Any anybody who's talking Air India? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were Sikh terrorists that did that. Those were Palestinian terrorists that blew up that airplane. Okay. And now we have an NDP. The head of the NDP supports the terrorist Palestinians. Oh, he's all wrapped up in group that, that yeah. blew yep. up the Air India airplane containing something like 130 Canadians that they murdered that this government will not say a word about, but will continue to support these people. Yep. Yep, we should be my, you know, that's, and then that's a, uh, a real uh, sore point with India, with uh, yeah, the whole Indian uh, government is very critical of the Canadian government now. Mm-hmm. Right? What their outfits didn't suit that over? No, <laughs> no, they didn't dance the jig enough. Like... No, didn't, the village idiot, the, the village idiot's been enough. pretty quiet lately. Eh? Yeah, I noticed that he's he's been on the low end. Uh, apparently there is some rumor that he was, well, you heard it too there, Todd, about him coming to St. Catharines and, uh, that was a bit of a, a false flag in that sense. He's probably in Niagara Lake, but he certainly wasn't in St. Catharines. He's um, getting booed a, everywhere he goes. Yeah. There was a large protest. Uh, I estimate probably, uh, I probably about 75 people out protesting where he was supposed to show up. Yeah, Canada three thirty eight is predicting a uh, conservative majority, and it's it's not going to get any better for these guys. The, the mm-hmm. none of the economic news out there is good, even though they're trying to circle jerk it around to everybody about inflation being down and yeah, everyone. No, so I, I was watching something on this earlier actually that, and the term used was uh, the silent depression. Mm. And, yeah, can't admit it. Yeah. 
Well, well, not even that. It's it's that people won't even talk about it, right? Like mm. the equivalent during the Great Depression, average income was about eighty three thousand dollars a year. The equivalent of today's money was about eighty three thousand dollars a year. Was was what the average household was bringing in. The average person is making fifty three thousand dollars a year now, which uh, is less than the Great Depression, and stuff costs more. It's yep. to buy a house back then. It would have been equivalent of about seventy thousand dollars. Today, it's four hundred and thirty thousand dollars for your basic house, and you're making less costs, money. Fuel costs, costs twenty times more. Food costs twenty times more. Like this, this is a huge problem. This is worse than the Great Depression was back then. And yeah, oh, yeah, during the Great Depression most families at the point is Canada at the time was probably 80% rural, 20% urban. Yeah. And now it's, it's, it's flipped flipped, right? Yeah. So like, it's, it's not that these people just don't have the means to create their own food anymore. It's that it's completely inverted and we have nobody to create food for these people who can't pay for it anyways. Yeah, that's right. So what do people do when they get hungry? get desperate right they get desperate they get stupid and people die you're gonna start seeing that real soon well craig how's it going at the food bank yeah that's uh, that's a typical example of uh uh at the food bank uh they say that approximately 30 percent of the recipients at the food bank are ukrainian refugees uh 20 percent are international students and the remainder are uh, either elderly uh, uh, and the working poor. Yeah, I'd say it's send all the international students back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know what? The universities are addicted to that money. Um, yeah. I do feel sorry for the Ukrainian refugees because the fact is, is that they're here because they don't want to be drafted into the war. Yeah. And so, true, 100%. But the people I've had the worst experience with is people who say they're Ukrainian and live in, like, our Canadian citizens. You know what I mean? Like, they're not actually Ukrainian, but their nationality, like, their uh, yeah. ancestry you know what? is Ukrainian. Ancestry, you know what yeah. you yeah. tell them? Here. So here's 20 bucks. Well, I'll get together with my buddies and we'll give you your fucking airfare to go back there So, uh, or yeah. shut the hell up. We, we had a we had a new guy at work a couple of weeks, maybe a month or two ago now. He's no longer with the company. He got fired for being an idiot. This guy. So one of his first days in, in our truck, I was shooting the shit with one of the other guys. He's like, oh, we're going to make some money today. I'm like, oh, I hear the Russians are uh, paying good for mercenaries. I might think, consider taking that up instead. And this new guy looks over and goes, careful, I'm Ukrainian. So I just looked at him and go, and what are you doing here if you got that big of an issue with it? And <laughs> it's exactly, oh, well, oh. Yeah, okay, man, so go do yeah. something about it. Like You're that, you're that yeah. bent out of shape about the Ukraine, go do something about it. Grab That's... a gun and go, go get, get on the line. Yeah, yeah somebody yeah. had a really good Facebook post about that where he said, everybody who's got the old Slava on their masthead and the flag and want yeah. to support them, get your ass over there. 
Yeah, and 100%. So if we're going to start drafting for World War Three, grab everybody who's got a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter account, has their uh, Ukrainian flag up in their bio, guess what? You're round one. You're Operation Human Shield. Get in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're grist for the mill. Um, yeah. Yeah. So local headlines. Hey, uh, we got a, a big trial coming up in, in Ottawa. For all the Freedom Convoy organizers. And that begins on Tuesday. So that should be interesting. Okay, who's uh, that? I thought they were all finished with that. No, at the, the trials for Tamara Lynch, Chris Barber. And they're still uh, charged with uh, mischief, obstructing police, counseling others to commit mischief and intimidation. Oh, so that trial starts on Tuesday. Hmm. It's ridiculous. So we got to cover that. Yeah. So that's, that should be interesting. And that's been slated for 16 days of, uh, for the trial. I can't believe they're going to go through with that. Yeah. Well, Well, who was it? They need to justify everything they did, right? So they're going to hold these few people accountable. They're going to say everything they did was justified because of the actions of these people. It's the same thing they're doing in Coots. Like, these people are still in Coots. There's the four guys there. They're still in prison. They're separated from their families. Yep. Like, haven't oh. seen trial, haven't seen disclosure. Well, somebody just got off out there. Did they? They dismissed the charges against them. I hope so. I wonder if it was the Whistle Stop Cafe. The one that stayed open and defied the mandates. Yeah, all the charges against him were... uh, Were I don't know how to term whether they were dropped or they were dismissed or something like that. Scott Free. Hmm. Good. Now... This begs the question, the rumors going around that they're getting ready to put in more mandates and lockdowns this yeah, fall? Yeah, that's, that's, and the the words out is resist, 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 right? And oh. uh, do not comply. Oh. But they're, they're not going to get away with it, I think, this time, because people are already gun-shy of the, the, the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of studies out there that show that masks don't work like the like their whole uh effort for the and this new uh variant is even weaker than the last variant yeah so, so your friend jeff says they right like they can go one way or yeah. the other and it's gone yeah. the other where it's just becoming like a cold or the flu yeah. yep yeah there's also just, the possibility, though, that we were right about this vaccine and it's immunocompromised all these people and this new variant that comes out that may not affect majority of people who didn't take the vaccine or took one or two of them. It cripples and destroys those who took four or five, six vaccines. Isn't that if that, you know, if you wanted to to decimate the population, could you possibly come up with a better way than that no it's right. ama- it's 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 evilly brilliant 
It is yep. because when this comes back around and people are now super shy of the vaccine, but they've already taken four of them and this disease comes out. So now they're like, oh, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to I'm not going to mask up. I'm anti this. I'm anti that. And then they do get sick and they end up dying as a result of it. What kind of panic does that create amongst their inner circle and their family and their friends? amongst everybody else who may be dying of this as well creating more of a panic right and mm-hmm. if this starts killing people en masse who've taken excessive amounts of these jabs now you're starting to see huge gaps in the infrastructure uh, upkeep and things like that where critical jobs may go unmanned because they just don't have the qualified people because everybody's dying mm-hmm well, like the insurance company statistics of, of, that have come out from a few companies in the United States, the people that have been debilitated by it, it it's just been massive. Oh, yeah. And that's causing, like you say already, is that you look at companies that can't find anybody because there's so many people that have been disabled by this. It's just like, mm-hmm. like you talked about a silent depression. It's almost like a silent pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you see the numbers that came out of the Ukraine or the UK? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Let me pull those up real quick because those are just horrifying. Yeah. 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 So, from the uh, United Kingdoms, <laughs> one in every forty-two who took the or four hundred eighty-two who took the COVID vaccine were dead within a month of their vaccination. One in every two hundred and forty-six died within sixty days. And one in every 73 were dead by the end of May 2022. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a lot of people. That yep. is. There's, and, you know, people can deflect from that and say, oh, there's a lot of reasons of that. You know, issues with the medical system, blah, 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 depression, drugs, blah, blah, whatever, right? But at the end of the day, even with those events taking or those those other ways of being taken into account something is going on the vaccine has caused so many injuries and so many deaths that the fact is that they're ignoring it is a fucking crime oh yeah well because they made so much money off it for them to acknowledge that people are dying from it now would make them criminally compliant Mm-hmm. Right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. speaking of that, um, there's a, there was a, a, an article in the Philippines where a doctor was executed under the Nur- Nuremberg uh, uh, orders for uh, like they had a a trial because he violated the Nuremberg uh, uh, rules. For hmm. on with by uh, giving people the 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 shot basically, wow! And and he was executed just recently. Good. What about all the other full doctors? trial? Full trial and then executed. Good. Why did they pick? That'd be interesting to see though. Why did they pick him out? Well, the Philippines yeah, has had. Uh, was the Philippine? Is the Philippines the place that still has a king? No. It, yeah, the Philippines has a king, I think. They, they have a king? Oh, because the daughter. The that's daughter right. died, right? As that's a result right, the of daughter. the jab. So yeah. they started going hard against the, this whole vaccine. And was that like the that. Philippines or was that Indonesia? 
I want to say it was the Philippines, but I'm not. Yeah, 100%. I want to say Philippines as well. You know, that's that's interesting too because um, the deciding factor for me not to get vaccinated was I was researching mRNA technology, and I couldn't find it used mainstream anywhere. Mm. And then I did find out that it was used in a trial in the Philippines for, I think it was dengue fever. It was a type of fever. And it caused everybody to die. Well, yeah, a lot of people died and there were lawsuits. But what the interesting thing to Brian's point is that while it protected you from a certain strain, it made you more vulnerable to another. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happened with this latest uh, variant. Mm-hmm. Apparently, people that are uh, the like like Brian was saying, the four shotters, right, mm-hmm. are are extremely uh, susceptible to this latest variant that's coming out. Exactly, and then and then what they I I forget where the study was out of, but the people with who have had it have the nat- the natural immunity was much stronger than the people who were vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been doing this since our inception, right? You get sick, yep. you get over it, you get <laughs> an immunity mm-hmm. to it and a defense against other variations of it. I yeah. guess this has been the natural order of things forever. Well, and they, the, when this all started, I remember reading about people who had SARS still had the antibodies 17 years after when getting SARS. Yeah. Yeah. So. It doesn't, it doesn't just go away, right? Like your body doesn't delete that from its data banks. It's not gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's saved in there for when it needs it later. And it knows how to respond to this similar type of virus. Yeah. Yeah. So I I can't believe they're going to try this again though. Are that yeah. do they think you know I'm sure 60% of the people will be stupid enough to do it but Oh sure. There'll be such a strong minority that they'll yeah. have enough of uh, uh inertia to push back. Yeah, it, it it unless that's what they want. Maybe yeah. they want the chaos. Who knows, man? Because mm. like, if, if it goes the way I'm thinking and people do start dying and you get this strong uh, against it as well, then you're going to have two very clearly defined factions, one which is absolutely in a panic and one which doesn't really care because it's not affecting them. And they will one who is in a panic will start murdering everybody else. Yeah. And it... it it's chaos, it's panic, and when you are in a panic and you're told by your government that you're in the right, these people are trying to kill you, what do you do? What, like, yeah. what do people do? Act like animals. They'll start killing you. Yeah. Mm. Kill the boar, kill the boar, kill the boar. How many increases of instances of murders of white farmers in South Africa have we seen since yeah. that happened? Yeah, yeah, it's been going on. It's been ma- it it jumped. I'm seeing a video at least once every other day now, or an article about uh, 
farmhouse was broken into and a family was murdered or a family was assaulted and fought them off because they had weapons like this this is happening so often now and it's all immediately following this kill the boar kill the boar kill the boar kill the whitey kill the whitey kill the whitey right yeah supported by their government told they're in the right they don't have food they don't have infrastructure so what do they do yeah yeah well it's a distract down there it's a distraction from the poor and incompetence of the government sorry what did you say what's the difference here none it's the same story just a different line Except that the other at the right now, there's still a veneer of civilization, Vaguely, as opposed yeah. to as opposed to um, South Africa, which I mean, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. South Africa's been in a bad state for a while, but I mean, yeah. How many instances like you've been on? Uh, you've been in Toronto recently. Uh, yes, I was there uh, just recently and uh, enjoyed uh, the d- diversity is our strength. What can uh, I say? Tell the party lied, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I had a really interesting conversation from someone I've known. You know, he, we, we went to high school with him. I, di- I didn't hang around with him back in high school, but I knew who he was. And I, I ran into him one day and we're just having a little chat and you know, he is just your typical uh, small, down, small town guy, well-spoken, you know, very professional, intelligent guy, but just not prone to be politically active or anything one way or the other, right? To hold like a real mm-hmm. rigid ideology. And he basically went and was telling me that he thinks this thing's all going to unwind this winter. And he said, what's going to happen, he thinks, is that they're just going to let the chaos go. Yeah, and, and he thinks it's going to be economic and that people are not going to have anything to eat, be able to afford heating their houses. And they're just, like you say, they're just going to resort to stealing and plundering and doing whatever they can. And he feels mm-hmm. that the government wants that. And it's just going to let it happen because yeah. once the smoke clears, um, it'll be easier to govern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it will because, be because because they're not going to fall. They're not going to solve our financial problems. They're only going to make it worse. Yeah, they have no solutions to offer that um, won't come with huge pain economic pain and chaos so yeah. i think they're just gonna let it go and, yeah, and that and, and i kind of agree with them i like oh sorry that's what his he said and i just i tend to agree that that's a very likely possibility yeah well the the, the biggest problem is infrastructure when the infrastructure fails and that infrastructure is a you know the policing, the military, the 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 buildings, uh, the road departments. Uh, you know everything, uh, healthcare, all that stuff. When it it fails, you you the the whole population is going to turn into chaos, basically. I think it's already uh, the healthcare is, you know, already uh, just hanging by a tether, and 
Yeah. Like I said, when I went to the specialist there the other the other week getting tests, and、uh, like half the people in there were not born here,、mm. and it's not like they immigrated here when they were twenty, and they paid into the system for thirty years or forty years, and now that they're elderly, you could tell that they're. They're parents of people who have immigrated here, and they've done it through the family reunification. These、yep. people have not co- contributed anything of significance to the tax base or the healthcare system. Yeah, and they're、They're、getting the full service of the healthcare system. No wonder it's in tethers. Yeah, it's underfunded and overused. Yeah, yeah, healthcare、exactly. on par with Cuba, man. Yeah. Yeah, we got plenty of doctors, just no pharmaceuticals. That's right. Jeez. Well, guys,、uh, that's been an interesting little coverage. We covered a lot of stuff tonight.、Um, we covered the the latest in the Ukraine and the the stupidity that's still going on there. We've covered a lot of the the you know the deterioration of the economic and social and. Infrastructure deterioration in、uh, in Canada. We have the、uh, what else did we cover there today,、uh, guys? We covered quite a few things, anyways. But、uh, I think that's a good place we can wrap it up for the night.、Um, and I'd like to thank you for listening to the Canadian Beacon podcast uh, again. Uh, you're going to hear a lot more of us and a little more regular, I hope, in the next little while.、Um, And see if we can keep things rolling here. And in that vein, I have this. Thanks for tuning in to the Canadian Beacon podcast. Please hit the like button and share the podcast with friends. And thanks again. Done. Alrighty.